And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Hey everybody, welcome to Spike's Car Radio on a beautiful Sunday here in Malibu. Uh, you asked us to come to this car show, uh, the Malibu Kitchen Cars and Coffee. Here we are. Um, it's beautiful, isn't it, Zuckerman? It's gorgeous morning. I keep reading about uh, California. Um, it's falling apart, right? There's well, smoke it, it, everywhere. People are fleeing. But look, what do you see? I see blue skies, 70 degrees, a lot of beautiful cars. I see no stanchions and no ropes. I see no blockage, <laughs> which I'm happy about. <laughs> it's in it's full bloom. Good. It's me, in full bloom, Ferris. Let me tell you who else is here. Um, hand me that uh, document right over there. Here is a document. Bring, bring me this over here. The folks from uh, Porsche Drive app are here, um, and they're going to be telling us about their new subscription service and their new rental service. Um, and uh, we've got three of their vehicles right here, Zuckerman. Wow. These are three of the cars that you can get when you uh, subscribe to Porsche Drive. And I guess there's a rental component, too. So, like Turo, if you wanted to fly out here to Malibu and be part of this show, you could uh, get the app, you get the 911, you do the canyons, you hand it back to them. How about that? These cars look good, Ferrisin. <laughs> These cars look really good. I'm a fan of red. You know that, and I think red is fresh again. But this mere blue, this non-metallic <clears throat> midnight That's blue. That's night blue. Night blue. Midnight blue. Is mere no, night. Plain night. Just plain night. That's what they call it yeah, now? Yeah, dark blue. Yes. It's and gorgeous, it's right? non-metallic, dark blue. I would call it midnight blue, non-metallic, but okay. And it is fantastic. You like that? Did I just say so? <laughs> Didn't I just say it's fantastic? Why did we hand mean? off our 992 to one of your lawyers? I, the second I did that, or you, you called up. I can up, get it back. No, after he's already had it. He, no, I'm happy he has it. But don't you miss that car? I missed it last night, yesterday. I wanted it yesterday. The Aventurine Green, right? Yes. I wanted it yesterday. I was driving around downtown yesterday, and I was saying, that would I really should have the 992 today. Right. Except Keith Bruno, my partner in Orange County, is driving it right now. He has it, and I could have really used it yesterday. Where is your head at with uh, new 911s right now? What is the car my you're head, looking My head, up until this moment. Up until I got here, my head was it was at no 992s. And now that I'm looking at this night blue Cabriolet or this red one, I'm going, wow. I could really... now I'm You could really do that. I could really do it. And I could really... What I'm really looking forward to is to compare all of these turbocharged 911s, of which they're all turbocharged except... The GT models are going to be normally aspirated, yeah. and that's going to be fantastic. And we've had a taste of what that's going to be like in my Speedster, because that's got the 992 GT3 engine in it. Right, right, right. Yeah, and that's, so that's going to really round out this, this offering of 992s. These cars are great. What do you think of this show, Zuckerman? I think <clears> it's great. We have I think to it's describe weird. it to our listeners, because... I don't know. They wanted that. They said, why don't right. you guys go down there and do a show okay. from here? And here we are. Let me just paint the picture for you. We're sitting on the porch at Bill's, facing out. The three Porsche drive cars are right in front of us. And then we're watching cars as they come in, which is not very exciting to listen to. <laughs> it is not exciting to listen to. <laughs> but, tell you but what I thought could have been exciting, Zuckerman, like I brought my uh, my gardening shears today because I thought they were going to 
try to shut us down. I was actually up last night thinking, what am I, what's going to happen if Zuckerman starts fighting with management and they shut the lot down? Last week or two weeks ago, you went over there and just cut the rope and you moved everything out of the way. I did it at your behest. But it appears that we've won. There's if you nothing. want to call this a win, it's a win. <laughs> and it also appears that maybe you may have made friends with a guy you thought was going to be your nemesis. I did. We'll that get... was my surprise for you this morning. Yes. Fireball himself is here. And Fireball, he looks, come on over. Come he sit down. He looks like a nice guy. He's, he has a smile on his face. <laughs> he looks perfectly nice. You made him into Hold the on. devil. Hold on. No, I did not. Now I know why I'm here. Now, yes. now, now I, I didn't mean to ambush you. You are very nice to respond last night on Instagram. Here's the deal. All right, and I and uh, we're just trying to unravel this mystery of what happened with this cars and coffee. As you know, this cars and coffee kind of spontaneously started on its own when the pandemic started, right? People yeah. just started coming here for the because the other cars and coffees uh, stopped. At a certain point, I think maybe what three or four weeks ago. Yes. <clears throat> suddenly, they uh, out of the blue, they they stanchion stuff off. They cone stuff off on one side of the parking lot, and they said, this Cars and Coffee is over. And we showed up, and we went, what the hell's going on? And we heard a lot of stories. One of the stories we heard was that Fireball, Fireball shut down our Cars and Coffee. Wow. And at first, <laughs> that's looks a good mystified. He <laughs> looks completely one. confused. Now, I was confused because I said, who's... Who's Fireball? Who is yeah. this Fireball? <laughs> Who's Fireball? I, I would, I, it would it would be wonderful to have that kind of power. <laughs> <laughs> but then Matt Ferris said, Fireball just leaned in my window at the front of the parking lot as I came in and said, he was saying, this thing's over. Turn around. And, I, and, and on the podcast, we said, look, I don't know who Fireball is, and I'm not going to say Fireball is shutting anything down. He's not, I, as far as I know, I think the city was upset. <laughs> but it became lore in the last three episodes of our show, that this mysterious human fireball came and shut this down. First for his question, own devices. For his own devices, because he I'm, has... I'm ready, I'm ready. He has a, uh, competing. A, car, a competing car show called Waves and Rides? or uh, Wheels and Waves. We, wheels and Waves. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a competing show, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we figured out that was this, this is interesting, because it, it came back to me this, this past weekend... And I was I was flabbergasted at, at the game of telephone that's happening, which is always fun to play, not necessarily to be the center of. So but. tell us from your perspective, okay. if anything, were you involved in any of this, or is this all just made up? Because, boy, it's like fake news. It just came at us from cashiers and other folks. Fireball. I think, my theory, people just like saying your name. They just like saying That's true. Huh? <laughs> well, uh, maybe so, but, you know, as long as it's in a positive sense, that's great. But certainly not in the case of, uh, of well, t- let's clarify. Okay, let's clarify. Let's clarify. So the, the thing is that it's, it's very easy for, um, for conjecture. And, for, and what I heard from a young man who didn't know it was me, he went off <laughs> on this a-hole. And uh, and the further we got into the story, I suddenly sat there going, "Wow, I think he's talking about me." Because <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this is this is getting better by the minute." And the more that he would say, the more I was like, "Wow, this this is gets better by the minute." So so this this is what happened for me at least. Now, number one to clarify is that my show got shut down a couple months ago. Right. So we like all shows, like all car shows. Yeah. So I have another show up at the, at, we have a museum up in Oxnard, the Murphy Auto Museum. We still do our show up there because Ventura is different than LA right now and, and they think it's okay. But 
you know, my my show was shut down, you know, for a short period of time. They were they wanted to restart it in October, mm-hmm. and we were on the fence and everything else. Uh, and I just heard from them recently. They said we're not shutting, we're not bringing it back until we feel comfortable. L.A. City feels comfortable, and we have a different story. So coming here was great because I live in this town. I walked over here. It's it's a wonderful turnout. Uh, some incredible cars. You're here. Lots of. Uh, You're a Malibu resident. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. I've been here since 1980. Wow, wow. So, so you know, this town and cars is synonymous, is that uh, we get to see things here that you wouldn't see anywhere else in the world. And, and it can be anything from a, a rat rod and Volkswagen bug up to a $25 million Ferrari or and everything in between. So the, I come to the show uh, the, a few weeks ago. I don't remember exactly which one. Yeah, yeah, it was two or three weeks ago. And, uh, and as I'm rolling in, I get a security guy walking up to me from the Malibu Village, <laughs> and he says... Show's over. <laughs> Show is shut down. I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Same going. reaction that Matt Farah had. Same reaction that most of them have. And I said, I said, hey man, are you and who else is going to shut the show down? Because I don't see anybody else. He goes, oh, it's just me. And the guy's like 22. Yeah, that's the like, pimply face teenage. Yeah, dude, yeah, I really right. feel for you because you're in for a shit show. <laughs> it's going to happen in a second if I can say that. I said, I said, yeah, there's no way you're going to be able to shut this show down. Right. You know, we got 650 cars, a thousand people coming in. Where are you going to start? We got goes, nothing to do. So he said, so I thought, you know, I, I thought he was going to say no. You know, he was going to be very strong about it. And he said, w- would you help me? <laughs> They're all said, the said, best laid plans of mice and men. Favors like that are no favors at all. <laughs> if you stand at this entrance, I'll stand at the other one and we'll tell people that the show's shut down. I said, so the Malibu Village wants the show shut down. Not Malibu Country Mart. Right. Which right. owns this lot. Yes. Country Mart owns this lot. Village owns that lot. So you were helping a nice pimple faced kid yes. who's gonna He's I a mean, little older than that, yeah. but yeah, more or less. So what my, my Russian cons- agents use this same strategy. So you were just being kind and helping this kid who really was in over his head. I've well, met I, him too. I felt really bad because I thought, you know, if, if 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 this were my show and I was gonna shut it down, I would have 20 security guys and everything <laughs> blocked off and I mean you, you, Well there were sheriffs that day. I no, remember. no, no. Uh yeah there they were came. yeah there were sheriffs that day. Uh, they came in a little bit later, and then they rolled through, told everybody through their speakers, the show shut down, the show shut down, and, and then they left. One of them stayed to watch, look at the cars. Oh, yeah. We yeah. were talking to them. They're right. like, can ah. I take a picture of this? <laughs> right, know? exactly. So, you know, I felt really bad for the guy because, you know, and, and it started right away. There was a couple of people that just started yes. everything from racial slurs. Really? To, oh, yeah. This kid was having a nightmare. Oh, and they were—they—they they let him have it. Really? And then he came over to me and nearly in tears, saying, "I don't know what to do." And I wow. said, "Well, look, there isn't anything that you can do. You just have to let it go." But talk to the country mart if you guys really want to shut the show down. You need to show up with a team of guys to, to do that. Snipers. It, yeah, there's no way to do a hero. that. Hero. <laughs> no, a nice no. guy. <laughs> He's helping a poor kid, and here we are. You started it, Ferriston. You started denigrating I him. That Fireball you, is most likely innocent. You, but you know, but you, I, what I did say to I Matt, liked, I do like saying Fireball. Yes. <laughs> what I did say to Matt in in the he never rolled his window down when he rolled in, so I right. don't know if he heard me or not. But I, I certainly didn't tell him to go home. I no, told him he I, could park in this lot and he could have coffee if he wants, but Malibu Country Mart is shutting the... It, it all makes sense to me now. Everybody was upset you know. because of what the landlord did. Yeah. And, you know, it, 
I love it, the conjecture it, that Fireball, we know he's got another car show, so now we know he's doing this. He's here because he right, wants to so, shut you know, this it's my down intention to make millions of dollars <laughs> shut, in his shut car Shut this show down so I can, I can do my show. It's, well, it's like Cobra Kai of car there. shows. This is exactly. That's why you know, you're I, here, I think, Fireball, I miss, to straighten this out. I people are missing the point as to why we're here and why we do this. This is for fun. And I think it's important that with COVID going on, and the difficulty and the challenges, and we're all dealing with different things for ourselves. Sure. You know, and the idea that we can we can still come out, and you said it on a, a podcast that I, I recently listened to, that if you can go to the store and drive your SUV versus your Porsche, you're going to drive your Porsche, right? You're going to get something in. But if you can come here, and we live in a, in a bit of a bubble here in Malibu, and there's not a lot going on when it comes to COVID, you know, it feels safe. But we can still come out to a place. I don't care if it's across the street or it's here. If you can come out with your car, talk to people of like mind, share some of your stories, and put a smile on your face for, a, for two hours, and then go back to the realities of life, you're two hours ahead of most people that are having a hard time. Yep. No, Fireball's like a regular old Albert Schweitzer, a real humanist, and you're <laughs> the, he, this, this guy. It's nothing but niceness and kindness yes. development. And you, Ferrison. And I'm the bad guy? Yes. Wait, okay. I have Someone, more questions. Okay. Um, tell me about your car show is very different than what's going on here. You have a lot what? of American muscle. Well, tell me about your cars and coffee. Like, what is well, the criteria know, for it? The thing is, you know, at, at our museum, we have an art gallery. What is it? What is our museum? The, the Murphy Auto Museum up in Oxnard. And that's not the Mullen Museum. No, that's not, no. no that's and that's, in a, in a way, And what Mullen, do you mean it's your museum? No, I'm, I'm partners with David Neal okay. at the Murphy, and he handles the aggregation of cars, and I hand, I'm the design director. So I oh, handle cool. the design of the museum, uh, the events that we do, a lot of that kind of stuff. So uh, in, the, in, the, in the gallery, I, I wanted to create a gallery for automotive artists. Because most automotive artists are at a show and they sell their print for 200 bucks and things like that. They're ne they never have an, a gallery experience. Uh, and so we had our, our gallery opening and we invited about 250 people and 1,000 people showed up. It was incredible. Wow. We had an incredible time. So the difference between this show and between our show across the street is that I consider our show across the street more of an art show. Mm -hmm. Because the, the stuff that comes across the street is, is really someone has spent... 2500 bucks on a car and they dump 60 grand in it you know to to create it their own piece of art we rarely get stuff that is um fully restored classics or exotics and things like that so the vibe here is is very different these are a lot of collectors a lot of people a lot of euro and there it's more americana like what our museum is and we get a lot of people that that bring in rat rods and you know you'll get a little bit of that here but it's primarily the stuff here is is very different than there, and we Which consider is cool. more of an art It's show. a different yeah, niche. Exactly. I like that. That's because, why both but shows it's all, can exist at the same time. It's all, but it's very and it's much great an enthusiast if, you, if that show. were the case. What do you do in the uh, film and entertainment business? Uh, I've been a concept artist uh, since uh, the first film I did was the uh, I did the Batmobile for the Michael Keaton Batman movie. No way! And wow. it's at the Peterson right now. Oh, I've seen that. I shot with yeah. that. So that's your car. Yeah. So I primarily design vehicles. Weapons, sets, most mostly car stuff because it's that's the fun stuff. And I've done about 400 films. So when you're wow. doing a Batmobile, uh, what do they say to you? Does the director have any idea? Tell me, take me through that process of sure. we need this new Michael Keaton Batmobile. We obviously want it to be cooler than the previous thing. What what uh, framework did they give you to work with, uh, if the, any? For that movie, you know, there was no precedent other than George's 
car, you know, and, and I, I, I was running around George's shop when I was George a little Barrett, kid. George Yeah, yeah, right. and he built a car for my dad for an Elvis movie that my dad wrote. Uh, so I had been around it my whole life, and I just loved the idea. Forgive me. No problem. I love the idea of taking a car and giving it personality, and that's what movie cars are. If, if Dwayne Johnson drove a Volkswagen Bug, it wouldn't look like any bug you've ever seen, right? right. So it's, it's, if Batman had a car... It, it couldn't be the TV version. We were doing a movie, and I worked with Anton First, who was the production designer before he had passed away. And you know, to come up with a, a unique style, unique design language, and I went to school as a car designer, so I love the idea, the challenge of taking a, a sometimes a regular car and, and make it unique to personality to fit that character, because they're basically characters in movies. So for Batman, it was, you know, my job is to sketch out to concept. Is that, not bat, to, that Batmobile is very long, as yeah. I remember, oh, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. And so Two Impalas, you, you know, welded together. It's 28 <laughs> feet or some ridiculous thing. So And you were working off the original George Barris car. No, going, not at all. No, but, you were, all. but that was the only it, Batmobile yeah. before then? No, it, there were some classic ones in the comics, and there had been some stuff done. Right, right. But they were comical, and they, they didn't want the car to take on the approach of, the, of it being... They didn't want people to look at it and laugh. So they it, take your drawing, and then what do they do with it? They bring it into the studio and build it there? or who, Yeah, well, who this was that? built in Europe. It was. Because the, the it was filmed there. But they'll, they generally... And it's changed over the years because technology has changed. So a lot of times they'll sculpt something in scale, or they'll digitize it. Uh, and create a 3D model nowadays, like doing the cars for Avengers or or anything that's unique that would be extreme. Not so much that movie, but um, Fireball you know. has real depth here, Ferris. <laughs> I, this know, guy, I knew this. This guy has amazing depth. Where did you put it? Uh, four wheels. To, uh, where'd you go to art school? Art Center wow. in Pasadena. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know, and, and I here's some, his latest work. I had some great teachers. You know, um, Strother McMinn was a teacher. Harry Bradley, who was who designed the split window vet, was my teacher. No way. Uh, my class, uh, you know, my mentor was Sid Mead. Oh, I knew for for years and years. When Sid was working on Blade Runner, I sat by his side for a year every Friday when he was working on that film, and I learned more there than I did in all my years at Art Center. Wow. And you know, and then the movie industry shuts down, and I'm like, "What the hell am I going to do now?" Right? But so, they, what what do you do now? Well, I have a coloring book company, so we do we do hyper niche so automotive coloring right books. And, and where can we get your, where can we get Fireball? Oh, Fireball Publishing. Yeah, so the books so are available do, on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. And, and it's Fireball Publishing, and these are, if you want to help uh, support Fireball, our friend now, new friend of Spike's Car Radio, you can go to Amazon.com and buy these. These are really cool. They're very Americana. Oh, look at that. Zuckerman, he autographed it inside oh, there. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, e in each boys. book, 10% uh, uh, of proceeds goes to, to uh, dog rescues. And we wanted to create a legacy project for <laughs> our, our grandkids. You know, you can't do that doing concept for movies other than give them a big big wad of cash when they get right, older but right. I wanted to create something that was in perpetuity that when I was gone this would roll in for them and maybe they could be involved in it as they got older and learn to draw and and these are all hand drawn these are not computer stuff uh, it's and old that's school. I think they have they have to be imperfect that way yeah you know yeah so you know right now we're doing a book with Gary Wales if you know Gary I don't uh, we're doing a book for uh, Gene Winfield don't know don't these know folks Gene Winfield I don't know these guys, Fireball. <laughs> this is He's in a whole different world, Zuckerberg. Yeah, this Gina, hot rodder Gina, world. Uh, built all the cars for Blade Runner. Wow. He, uh, uh, he built this, the, uh, the uh, space 
the, the Galileo shuttlecraft for Star Trek, the TV series. Oh, wow. He's a, he's a builder, still builds, and he's 94. No way. He's an icon in the industry. Do you of, go back far enough to have worked with the Bruckers? The Remember Bru Bruckers, uh, Movie Land cars? They had a lot of cars for movies, but that was probably back in the 80s and yeah. earlier. No, no, that's. They well, were up in Oxford. Someone, someone came up to me and said, uh, Wow, I didn't know you worked on the Starsky and Hutch car. I'm like, Dude, I was 11 <laughs> when that show came out. I didn't work on that. Just it's a red did. car it with a white stripe. Yeah, that's all it is. What is yeah. your favorite movie yeah. car? Uh, probably. It doesn't the, have to be yours. Probably the spinner that's, that Sid did. That, What's that the spinner? Was, the spinner was for Blade Runner, ah. the flying car. That's that the was the first really, Blade Runner or the second the, one? For the first one. Yeah, those, that was yeah. cool. Well, but, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm friends with all the guys that designed all the Batmobiles, and it's really neat to see people's different takes on each one. And uh, it's just it's a blessing to be able to create stuff that is purely from your imagination as it is with the books. Yeah. And um, we just have a great time doing it. And there you have it. There's there Fireball, Zuckerman. Fireball I do books when guy. I'm not canceling shows, when I'm not out... <laughs> You know, trying to shut things shows. down. <laughs> I have this weekend. I have four shows. I got to go shut down somewhere. I don't know where. Well, you are going to be embraced by the Spikes Car Radio community now. Thank you, guys. Well, there was Fireball. He what just... an amazing guy. <laughs> and, and the craziest thing, Spike? Yes. That's his real name. I know. I forgot to ask that. We asked him uh, where he got the nickname. He said his uh, his dad gave, and mom gave him that name. It's his birth name. Given birth name. His, on his, his birth certificate. Um because he was born like a fireball. <laughs> His mother cried out, fireballs of hell. <laughs> she did, right? Yeah, it turns out fireball is one of the greatest guys that you have maligned, Ferriston. To, to think that you maligned a I guy gonna, like this. If I had a studio, I would go and I'd say, play back that first show. Because what you're going to hear is, I don't want to blame this fireball. Yeah, you did. I think on the smoking tire I did, but maybe not on this show. That's I said Farrow was getting a stone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he that, did. What a, what a great guy! I know, and he was helping out the kid, and then now it turns out there are people being racist towards the kid. Now I to feel bad. Maybe we have to have the pimply face kid on. Now, we, now if I see the kid and I see anyone badmouth, then we'll have to beat <laughs> that guy up. Ferriston, I've seen 993s. I've seen early 911s. I saw Lotuses. I have seen one of those odd um, Chevy pickup truck vans uh, from the 60s. I've seen everything here. A Studebaker, Avanti, Ferraris, you name it, a McLaren. This is one of the best car shows that's Isn't not a car a good, show This is that a good I've one seen. this week. Yes. I was, uh, I'll be honest, Suckerman, I was up last night kind of worried that... About what? About what, you know, I just Anytime before I do anything like this, I worry a little bit. And a bit. monkey. A Honda monkey is over there. Oh, I thought you meant a real monkey. I wish. No, the monkey, there's a whole monkey crew that comes here. A monkey crew? There is. Hey, you hey, ever, with the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard you sing before, Suckerman. And I can't. <laughs> There's a whole uh, monkey crew that comes, and they have their own little badges. That's only two of the five of them right there. It's, this is nice. Doesn't it feel like California is suddenly have is we're back a little bit? We're back. Well, sure, because you say, like, there's no fire, no smoke. Two weeks ago, it was incredibly smoky here two weekends ago. Two you couldn't be ago. outside. But today, the air has changed. It's crisp in an almost fall way. Uh, it smells fresh, and it's really kind of nice to see people out here enjoying. I'm not getting the COVID vibe right now from people. Um, most no. people are wearing masks. Uh, but it's chill. 
well, and there's not a lot of people breathing on me today, which I which I appreciate. I don't Several like, folks have tried to shake your hand. I know, though. but I don't like. Uh, here's one thing I'm going to say: I don't like close talkers. Even pre-COVID, I don't like close talkers. Uh, you like you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, a close I know talker? exactly what you're talking about. What's Let, coming in here, Ferrison? Is another we got hot some metal. All right, hold on, Zuckerman. You would laugh. I wanted to talk about like this disastrous California disconnect. It's like New York, where they're painting New York's a mess, but every time, you know, my friends in New York are like, it's absolutely beautiful there. What are you doing? You're I'm gonna come a little closer to you so I can hear you. I'm gonna put. Uh, we're gonna interview the Porsche guys, so you okay, should probably then I'm stay not there. Coming over. But um, that earthquake we had a couple nights ago. Yes. Uh, Zuck Zuckerman, focus on me. No, no, I know there's lots I'm of distractions. To but you got the earthquake we had a couple of days ago. Tell me at 11:30 at night. Right. So I downloaded the earthquake app. The, there's an app. The early warning. Just listen to this story, okay? I have two of them, and they they're supposed to give you 10 to 15 seconds. Oh bullshit. Of warning, and and the the newest one came out came out from L.A. County, and it's got the latest science in it. It was a beta. They finally accepted me. Okay, when was the earthquake? Friday night. It was Friday night, and it was probably around 11:30ish. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. This is great. Look, there's Bruce Meyer and his Ford GT over there. Nice car. Um, Zuckerman. I'm listening. I am dozing off. I'm in the twilight. I'm laying on the bed. My wife is like, I'm not even going to sleep in there because she's getting up to volunteer at a food bank at 4 in the morning. So I said, then go sleep somewhere else. So she does. So I am alone in that perfect, you know, the Twilight. air temperature's yes, right. Yes, yes. You're, you're drifting off, Ferris. Everything's relaxing from your, from your throat to your sphincter. And I then, understand. And listen. And, and then suddenly the phone goes like this. Hauga! Hauga! And I... Jump out of the bed like I'm having a heart attack. I don't. I've never heard my phone make this goddamn sound before. That's right? the tsunami warning. I run over to it. I turn it over and it goes earthquake. And then it starts talking earthquake. Shaking will begin in ten seconds. And I see four point eight on the register. And I go, holy shit! There's an earthquake. It's about to happen. And it goes six seconds. And I panic i just don't do anything i stand there. finally i just lay on the bed zuckerman lay down like this and wait for the shaking to happen and then nothing happened <laughs> i didn't it, it, that's the point ferris if you have 10 or 15 seconds what exactly are you supposed to do <laughs> mind you I, but no, wait, wait, before you go off i, I want to say something let me get a word in here edgewise first of all you. i think <laughs> The shaking happened before the app went off. The app is only good to give a man a heart attack, a man, right. of, our, men of our age, a heart attack in the middle of the night. It was so... I've been through a bunch of earthquakes. Nothing has been as terrifying as the early warning system app. Right? I would agree. It, it, made I, me, it, it freaked me out. I couldn't Ferris sleep it. for the rest of the night. Go Where ahead. are you supposed to go now? Where are you supposed to go when an earthquake happens? Under the doorway? No. No. That's what they used to say. Now yes. they've changed. Where right. are you supposed to go? 
You're supposed to just take cover under a table or just stay where you are if you're inside. So then what is the point in knowing? Because you don't know when the early warning system is going off. Like if, if I were, say, at a Home Depot and it went off, I'd like to get away from those giant shelves full of lawnmowers. Every earthquake I've ever experienced has been at night. Yes. In bed, at night. This is all circling back to, you and I have lived, I've lived here for 21 years. Uh, California has never been so consistent. It is exactly as it's always been. We have fires, we have earthquakes, and then look at today. We have beautiful cars, we have sunny skies. It's a lovely place to live. Don't believe anything you're reading about it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. All right, let's bring in the Porsche, folks. We've got um, Zabby Aria who's here from Porsche subscription somewhere. Where's Zabby? Zabby. Uh, what do you think of our show so far? It's awesome. Are it's you, awesome. Are you from Porsche Atlanta? I am from Porsche Atlanta, yes. Wow. I want to just make sure we got everything going here. I'm just going to leave all this in. Um, so you haven't been to Bill's before? No, I've never been to Bill's. I did help him move the chairs out <laughs> that no one's sitting on. Should. It's a very, uh, it's a very, uh, I won't say low rent operation. It's a very homemade. The, the turnout here is amazing. Though. It's good. This is the best week we've had in many weeks. And, uh, I have to thank Matt Farah for that, for letting us talk about it on the smoking podcast. Um, our fans who came prepared with scissors and other instruments to cut down any sort of rope that, but this week they appear to have given in. <clears throat> and I think we will encourage our car fans and cars and coffee people to go buy something at, at Sephora, maybe, after this, Zuckerman. Sephora, Marmalade, and <clears throat> Bills. Zabby, have you ever been to Los Angeles? I have been to Los Angeles okay, a few times, now yes. You, but you, this is your first time here. First time in Malibu, actually. Oh, wow. So this and, is really special. And is this, this is unexpected, this kind of a turnout, would you say? It is a little unexpected. Um, I, I know this is a relatively new... Uh, phenomenon. Phenomenon for it you is. all. So this is great to see so many people. There's not a parking spot available, it looks like. What is your title at Porsche? And you're in Atlanta, right? Yeah. So I'm the manager for mobility services. What does uh, that mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'm handicapped. being mobile when I'm walking. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So you help with I was the waiting for that drivers. One. Let's exactly. uh, just try to talk over each other, everybody. But <clears throat> do tell me what it is. I want to know what mobility services is. So mobility services is um, kind of a... a growing industry term that basically describes alternative means of just ownership. aim that mic right at your mouth there you perfect go. yeah so it's 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 a it's an industry term that uh describes alternative means of ownership so we're thinking of things that are more subscription based rental based it also includes things that are like ride sharing based uh so companies like uber and zipcar all are, are all considered mobility services and so porsche a couple of years ago really in 2017 um, looked at uh, its strategy to see how can mobility services, in the broader sense, as I just mentioned, fit into their future. And so we basically started off with a, a blank sheet of paper and um, have, have created what we have today. And that's this Porsche Drive app. Now, when you say mobility like Uber, are we going to have uh, Porsche Ubers? I mean, are you talking yeah. about is, is, is everything on the table at Porsche right now? Well, we started off with everything on the table, and I think when we think about the the mar, you know, the Porsche market globally, something like a ride-sharing service could make sense in some countries. But when we looked at it specifically for the U.S., 
um, we really came to the point that you know the U.S. is very much still a driving market, right? And people want to drive themselves, especially if it's a Porsche. So we started to focus our mobility services on things that are very much like vehicle on demand based services, and so that's how we came to Porsche Drive, uh, and that's how we how we came to our uh, subscription services. It's always the Lamborghini guys, the Lambo Zabby, guys. You're gonna they're they're the ones who are eventually gonna ruin this show. So. The Porsche uh, subscription service is all driven by this new app, Porsche Drive. Right? That's there right. There are a few Porsche apps I noticed on the App Store, yeah. but it's the Porsche Drive app. That's right. right? It is the Porsche Drive app. And you are the father <laughs> of the Porsche Drive <laughs> app subscription and rental program. Am I right? You fathered it. I you did. fathered it? You, it you did. sired it? You birthed it? You it birthed did. it? It was a longer than nine months ordeal, but it, it took... We're here. Was it hard to get the uh, the Germans in Porsche to uh, wrap their heads around this? Because, you know, let me take you back to a time when Porsche did not even embrace uh, Bluetooth for your phone. They were... They, they, Cup they, holders. No, they were worried early on, like several manufacturers, that people would be playing with their phones in the car so they wouldn't let the phone connect. So they've always been, and I find manufacturers in general, have always been a step behind anything cool and new. Yeah. So were you up against a culture that, were they open-minded to this, in other words, I guess? I think so. I think, I think that uh, if we had uh, done this maybe in 2014, it would have been a different story. But I think, you know, you're starting to see quite a bit of change internally. Right. To, to be more open to these sort of concepts. And I think um, the fact that we were coming at it from the perspective of wanting to really bring new people into the brand and really excite them with a driving experience that may not be um, a long-term commitment that they may have otherwise had to subscribe to. Right. And so I think generally the, 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 the feeling behind it they were really on board with. Well, there are a couple of, I mean, I know there are apps out there that were, you know, people don't like to sign these long leases, right? They don't right. want three years and two year leases. Right. And I've seen car companies and ideas where they come out and like, look, you can just get it for a month and then you can switch. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen companies like Turo where, hey, come rent somebody else's classic car and you can drive it through the canyons and, and that's like kind of like Airbnb for cars. Porsche's subscription now I think has the best idea, which is in, I think you're in four or five cities right now, and That's Los right. Angeles is launching in two days. This airs on Wednesday. You guys launch on the 20, 25th mm -hmm. here in LA. So you're in four or five cities in the United States. You plan to be in cities all across the United States? Or? Yeah, that's the goal. And that's so the goal. We, we want to be able to create a network of cities. Right. So that eventually, if somebody subscribes to our program, they could theoretically go from place to place. So but that's okay. the vision, though. Let me, let me take everybody through it to keep it really simple. There's Porsche subscription, which is the kind of the month-long, um, it's not a lease, but the month-long uh, car what, acquisition. Sure. Is that what you call it? And then there's rental, which is just, hey, I'm flying out to L.A. and I want to drive a 911 for the weekend. All of this can be done right from the app. Right? Exactly. So take me through it. You download the app. Yep. And I'm, and I'm subscribing now. I'm, I'm on board. My, my car is done. My lease is up. So I'm on board for the next three months. Yep. And I can't wait to do this. I'm already excited. I'm picking three different vehicles. Um, I downloaded the app the other night. Okay. I put in my credit card and my driver's license I think and then just my email and my phone yep and then I got approved exactly and then, and then it it said what there were two options there was single vehicle subscription multi-vehicle subscription 
Tell me the difference. Yeah, it's really simple. You just described it. You basically put in your phone number, your zip code. You pick between single vehicle subscription, multi-vehicle subscription, or you could opt for an on-demand rental. And uh, single vehicle subscription, as, it, as the name suggests, is you're picking one car for one month or three months. So it's either one month term or a three month term. Correct. Okay. And it you know automatically renews. It's like a normal subscription. And then you could also it just charges the card automatically. Just Apple car- Pay. charges the card automatically. Wow. Yeah. So I so if I have that single car subscription and I want to switch for the next month, I yeah. just go on the app and go next month Cayenne Hybrid. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And so the other option. Now wait. No, okay. With respect to the types of cars, because everybody's thinking, what kind of cars can we get? There's Matt Farrow flipping us off. That's nice. That's Zabby from Porsche. We don't want obscenities in this show, Matt Farrow. (laughs) I love that car. It's beautiful. Because we all want to know, turbos, GT3s. What what kind of cars are we talking about here, and how does that work? So right now, it goes up to the GTS trim level. Nice. We don't offer turbos yet. Right. Uh, that is something that we aspire to do. We think we'll get there. Um, but at the moment, it's up to the GTS trim level. Okay. But you can get, like, I'm get, I'm starting with a 992-911 cab. Exactly. C2S or C4S. I forget which one I picked. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to a Cayenne Hybrid. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do a Panamera 4S, I think, for the other one. Exactly. Okay. So the other tier, the multi-vehicle subscription, that one, it was described to me that I could go out to dinner and use the app and tell them to deliver a different car to me while I'm eating, and they would bring it to the restaurant. We've uh, done that before, yes. You've done it before. But are done you before. guaranteeing that? Are you guaranteeing it? If well, it's within the if you're having if if it's within the hours of operation, we could do that. That's yes. great. And Porsche downtown is going to be uh, servicing the cars. And, yeah, and Porsche, these are all brand new cars. That's right. These are all brand new cars. Right. Uh, we're putting in the program, so they're all current model year cars. What happens when um, I'm not using my C2S cab and our friend Moise takes it and wrecks it in his driveway, <laughs> ruining the wheels and everything else? When, when he gets the car and he ruins it, what, does it go back to you guys and do you straighten everything out? Yeah, it is. So it really is the whole idea, the whole premise behind it is really to make this about driving the cars. Okay. And so whether it's dealing with the insurance or dealing with maintenance or dealing with you know, whatever it will be, um, we want to basically make it as easy and convenient for you to get into these cars. Insurance is included. Primary insurance Primary. is included for our subscription services. For our rental services, you have to bring your own insurance, and we provide the secondary level And when you insurance. say primary, what is that coverage? So it's almost up to $10 million in uh, uh, insurance coverage, so $1 million and then the $9 million excess. Uh-huh. And, and so it is really thorough. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And no. then, and so when you bring the car back, if you have damaged the car, are you billed for dinged wheels yeah. and scratches, that kind of thing? Well, up to a certain point, right? There's a certain al- amount of allowable damage, right? That's exactly right. So this is a and certain amount it, of allowable. They call it the Moise line, actually. Yes. <laughs> I don't know who Moise Anything, is, but yes, Moise, the Moise line. That's Moise right there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's clumsy with He's chin quite, spoilers and wheels. <laughs> <laughs> He's quite fond of destroying the cars that we all own oh, together, but we it. love Moise. Yeah. But I would say the Moise line Anything above the Moise line that you're paying for, but the, the stuff below the Moise, Moise line, I think, is covered, right? It, that is exactly right. So right, right. The, the big stuff is covered. You do have an $1,000 deductible. Uh, so anything that, that you know you damage above that, that threshold, the insurance kicks in, and that's what you're you know liable for. If it's like a, a small ding or a small scratch like that, normal wear and tear, if you will, that's right, what right. we cover. It's part so of wait, the so This is really convenient. 
It is very convenient. I missed Zuckerman. That's the purpose. You know, by the way, Moise is enrolling in this program. We were having dinner with him last night, and he is—he has problems making decisions. And for like the last six months, he has not been able to, to, to pull the trigger on a lease. That's, that's six years. That's six for the last years? six years, he has not been able. He has had our friend Dean Maroney, who's driving is a nuts. salesman. He's yes. driven 10 Porsches He's also over here. to... Moise to test drive and none of them have resulted in a sale. And Dean has called me up and he goes, I'm done. I'm done with Moise. So last night we told Moise about this program and he goes, well, I can just keep switching. <laughs> this, is, this is it for him. This and is it's great. for him. So wait, so it, the multi-vehicle subscription, can you switch an unlimited amount of times in a yeah, week? You can. I, I think that would be Probably a little bit inconvenient for you, but absolutely you can. Right. But Why you, would it be inconvenient for us? I thought your guys bought the car <laughs> to us. We do. I mean, I think, I don't know if yeah, you're just you're sitting around all day looking how for How is it inconvenient to us if I call up, if I go to the app sure. and I say I want a different car, doesn't yeah. downtown have to run me out a car? It's true. Yeah, that's that's actually well, they right. They don't care. But this is like press cars, Zuckerman. I'll tell you why it's inconvenient. Because even with press cars, you move into them exactly. over a couple of days, and then you have to take out all your stuff. You have to delete your connections, your CarPlay info. Yeah. That's you my normal do life. It. But you, yeah, you have the hangar. This is like a press car service. That's what really caught my eye. This is like when Matt Farrer or any of us get these press cars and they drop them off and you get to experience them for a week and then you switch to something new. That is really fun. You, you're constantly riding a wave of novelty, of newness and, and new experience. I have a very important question. Sure. If I, if I subscribe, I'm in the subscription program, I've got my 911, I've got it forever. How many days? What if I want to let Spike <coughs> drive my car, drive Ooh, my question. subscription car? Yeah. Is he allowed to? <laughs> yes. You just have to go through the same approval process. As, <laughs> is he going to get billed, though? Is he going to get billed? No. So as long as he's in the program, he can then I can then lend him the car I'm paying for. Yeah. So you have to add him as a secondary driver. Right. So, so you would really add for insurance members. purposes. Right. Right. But but yes, you could basically do that. And he's got. I'm looking at the list of cars you got here. So it's Macan, 718, Cayman, Boxster, Cayenne, Panamera, 911s. It's a, it, what else do you need? Yeah. I mean, you. It's basically you can live the life of an automotive journalist. You can. Kind of go through different cars and check them out, and granted, they're all going to be Porsches, but that's what you can do. It definitely plays into because I know a lot of the people using the subscription right now are guys and men and women who just haven't driven these cars that's before, right. and they're using this as a as a chance to kind of use the car for a week or so, mm -hmm. and and let it integrate in your life, and then go on to buy the car. Can you buy the car that you have in your driveway? Yes, you can. Yeah. You can just say, "I want it." Sending yes. home the puppy dog. Yes, ah. exactly. Exactly. Oh, this is dangerous. This is very dangerous. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's Can I specify? If I say, if I'm a part of the subscription program and I want this night blue, nine eleven Cabriolet. Oh yeah. How Cabriolet, do you choose the spec? Yeah. How do I? How do I specify? Or it's whatever's available, like the, like going to Enterprise. I might give us a, a preference to Enterprise. Say what I want, and when I get to the airport, there's a very different car there. Yeah. There's a yellow uh, one. Uh, what if there's the? You know, how does it come to you? When I say nine nine two cab, they go fantastic. Where's my menu of choices? So download the Porsche Drive app, and when you get into the app, there's going to be a section well, within the single vehicle subscription section where they have a list of cars. And those lists of cars are going to have specific colors and option content that you can choose from. So when you click, I want the blue one, you're going to get the blue one. Right? Unless someone else has the blue one. 
Because they don't have unlimited blue ones, I'm assuming. And it wouldn't be listed if it wasn't available. Ah. Right. Right. But obviously, Zuckerman, if somebody takes it and then buys it, they're going to bring a new guy in. I like that, though. I mean, I don't know. I become less concerned with color these days. When you're running through a lot of cars, I'm more interested in not having a, an insane color, but more interested in having just the vehicle and using it, and then also trying out the other colors. Like, as you know, on this podcast, I am not a big fan of red. But the 992 Turbo S that Porsche brought over was that red, and I, you got to experience. And what I learned was uh, uh, guys in their early 20s love red. Teenagers love red, right? You yes, learn, red's back in. Yeah, you meet the people who like the color and the type of car you have, and you get out of your comfort zone, you learn a little something. I think it's great. This is good. This is great. I hope you're getting a promotion for this. <laughs> we'll see. We'll Zabby, what happens if this is a failure? <laughs> do you go to the Eastern Front? Do they send you do they send you off somewhere terrible? Purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's um we, we Okay, I'm gonna strangle this guy. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Hold the mic, I'm going out. <laughs> we, Leave we Zabby alone. We spent two years in Atlanta really trying to make this figure this out. Right. So we started this in two thousand seventeen. And right. uh, we've been trying to figure out how it works, what doesn't work, what works, and um we think we have a pretty good formula now, uh, which is why we finally decided to come to Los Angeles. Because for us, obviously, Los Angeles is a super important market. Uh, so we're Who's pretty confident things are going to be fine. I'm gonna, you want me to go take care of it? <laughs> <laughs> Should I take care of it, Spike? <clears throat> I was hoping there would be a confrontation today. The enforcer. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, uh, Zabby, have you liked Porsche for a long time? How long? Yes, have- I've been with Porsche for 10 years. And even before then, I... I've always what, loved Porsche. What did you study in in college? Uh, economics. Economics. And German. So. And German. You did go. you speak the German? I, I'm okay at it. I'm pretty good. Go ahead. Say, yeah. some say something stuff. foul. Oh say something like, oh, putting me on the yourself. spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Say no. anything. Yeah. This is a family-friendly show. I can't do that. poop? <laughs> Zuckerman, yes. We're supposed to be family-friendly. Yeah. Don't you remember? <laughs> Fressen Scheiße, right? Something like that? Something like that. So <clears> close. You're I'm speaking my language now. Yes. I want to hear more about, but wait. the guy with the horn? All right, there, there goes Zuckerman. Zuckerman's over there. He's he's waving his fingers at the young man. He's saying, "Stop beeping the horn." <laughs> Is there anyone scarier than Zuckerman pulling his mask down? <laughs> I'll bet you anything that kid beeps the horn right now again. That'd be gold. Is what? Ha- <laughs> <laughs> What it was the good the finger wagging Zuckerman that was here talking the mm. it was the arch die I do what I think right and then it's the finger <laughs> and the arch die and the no don't do that with a little like motion to be quiet and did he smile back to you he the was young frightened man? at that point <laughs> uh, and he and he withered oh, oh, no. oh there's a beep he's back. He's now back. what? Now what will you do to this kid, Zuckerman? What are you going to do to a three-year-old? I'm surprised. It's, uh, he was. I'm surprised he was silent as long as he was. <laughs> yeah. He's beeping again. He has a behavior problem. It's all right. <laughs> He'll be in prison one day. It's. It's. Uh, that's where this is going for him. <clears throat> I'm. Re- <laughs> I knew there would be an altercation, but I had no idea yeah. it would be you versus a three-year-old. <laughs> 
Uh, where were we? We where were talking were... about you, Zabby. Yes. Um, and it's 87. I just want, I like to know uh, yeah. uh, origin stories like going yeah. to work for Porsche, right? So you're yeah. studying economics. Yeah. At where, what school? What it, institution? I went to Emory University. Oh. Okay. And when do you collide with Porsche? How does that happen? It's a funny story. It actually is related to another guest you had on this show before. Um, so Doug Demure and I went to Emory University together. Okay. And we were in the same program, more or less. And... He, you know, informed me that he had an internship at Porsche and they were looking for another one. And so he tipped me off. I applied and I got the internship. And so we were both working at Porsche together. And uh, he eventually left to go and pursue a career in writing. And he, he is who he is now. And I've stayed and I've sort of jumped around in different positions within the organization, you know, from sales operations to corporate strategy to now being responsible for mobility services. And it's been it's been an awesome ride. And so wow. it's been ten years. I didn't know Doug Demiro was an intern at Porsche. No, yes, I, no idea. Yeah. What he is does. it like to be an intern at Porsche? I mean, what does that mean? Are you just getting coffee, or do they have you doing real no, stuff? No, it's like it's real work. It's great, actually. So and do they highly pay recommend you? it? Yes, it's a paid internship. Um, we actually um, have, oh, I think, almost like twenty interns, or maybe twenty plus interns at Porsche now, uh, in all sorts of different departments and teams. And um, yeah, I encourage anyone who's in school looking to get some work experience and that loves cars and Porsche to go and apply. It's in and, Atlanta. And it was in Atlanta. That's it's where in Atlanta, you went. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. That's a great internship. All the huh? things that are out there that we don't know about. Harrison. <laughs> Do you think, are we too old for internships? <laughs> we'll take you. <laughs> really? Yeah. As long as you don't beat up three-year-olds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we would be, we'd be bad interns. <laughs> Look, let's face it. How long would an you stick with it? After two days, I want to be president of the company. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, two days right. as an intern and then I assume the presidency. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Right. You're the only intern driving a GT2 RS. Right. One of two that you own, Zuckerman. That's, that would be weird. How much of Porsche is based in Atlanta? I thought so much of it was in Germany. Uh, yeah, so our North American headquarters uh, is based out of Germany. Uh, okay. Based out of Atlanta. Atlanta. Um, we have a, a number of different entities that are like, reside in that one building. Right. So we have the car business, which is what I'm part of. We have a bank, Porsche Financial Services, and then we have a few consulting firms as well. In total, we're about 500 people in Atlanta, and then we have regional offices. Uh, one is here in LA, of course. Uh, we have one uh, in uh, in sort of the greater New York City area, um, and then we have, of course, a uh, an office for our Latin American region in Miami. Wow! So it is it is a, a large and growing organization. I want to make sure they handed me these questions for the <laughs> Drive app, and I want to make sure we covered everything. You can tell me if we covered everything. Porsche Drive subscription, monthly subscription service. Porsche Drive rental, the service gives you flexibility for short or long-term use of your dream cars. We covered that. We did. Right? We did. How does it work? We did that. We went through all of that, retrieving, and yeah, we covered all of it. We didn't even have to look at this. No. Yeah, this is one thing people need to remember. Just download the app. Everything's on the app. Download <clears throat> the app. Do you know what I did? I downloaded the wrong app, and I was getting very frustrated why I couldn't order a car on it, and it turned out to be the Porsche Connect app, <laughs> which is <laughs> what you have when you get a car already, you own exactly. it. Exactly. Also I, an important app. And I was telling Jane, who also works for Porsche, I, the reason I did all that is because I was on a Zoom, supposed to be working, and I had I had my other screen up, <laughs> as I'm doing now with Zoom. If you're with me on Zoom, I might be looking at cars while I appear to be looking at you and listening at you. It was really funny. Hey, look, Zuckerman, there he is. I like this. Every week, he's got the mask on. Yes. 
Is that uh, COVID safety? I think it's fire safety. COVID and fire safety all at once. I love that. Every time I take a picture of him, everybody thinks that's Matt Farah. But no. could be. <laughs> well, I think he should get a mass car and drive I've never off. seen him in the same place. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, Zabby, thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure. Thank you for bringing these beautiful cars here that are, I'm guessing are going to be available at uh, Porsche of downtown L.A. I'll be in the chalk 992911C2S cab um, in a week. I'm wow. so excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have that. Can Zuckerman drive? We'll have to sign him up so Zuckerman can drive Let's it, do too. This. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you just download the I'm app, I'm going to download Zuckerman. the app, and I'm going to subscribe. I'm going to do... I, I want to get something. Yeah, you I can... I want to try it out. Well, you and I, I can... You we can yeah. plan Z it. Yeah. As long as you're... He's saying as long as you're signed up and approved, you can. I'm you in. and I can trade. You can do this, yeah. I'm in. Let's do it. How about that? Uh-oh, here's the Lambo guy. Rawr, rawr, right. Lambo guy. Before we go, we'll just turn towards the car show, which is massive. I see a DeLorean. And just, you know, the same time every week, Zuckerman, the Lambo guys have just shown up. I haven't heard revving engines just yet. But look what's right in front of us. Is that a TDF? F12? What is that, Zuckerman? That what is an I? F12. A Tour de France. But people Beautiful are... Beautiful uh, car. Really is. Wow. People are behaving today. This has been great. We've learned a lot. We've met Fireball. We've, We've met learned Zabby. that he's a mensch. We met Zabby. He told us about this app. What a show. We're going to have to come back out here, Zuckerman. What do you think? I'm in. It's, it's been good, right? Nobody's bothered us. That's no, been a good one. I was, People I was, have been very, very respectful today. Do you know what I did? I brought these headphones. Because I can see when people are about to walk up and talk, and I would just put them on, and then they... That's it's a blocking device, huh? Yeah, it's a blocking device, because they may not know that we're doing a show here if we're just talking into microphones. They may not know. Right. All right, well, there you go. Download the Porsche Drive app. Um, join us next week. Uh, we'll, we'll have another show. I don't know who's on it yet. Guess I better get going on that. Better get going. I'm not here next weekend, just so you know. You're not? No, 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 no. Well, I'm not going to be around, so. Ferris. You might have to fly Zabby in to be your number two. <laughs> or Fireball. Zabby, where are you? <laughs> You're yeah. Fireball. Fireball could do a whole show, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't you think he's got it in him? He's got it. Oh, he's got ten shows in him. He, he he's got as many shows as you'll let him do. Did you see those... Um, those lawyer guys, those other Zuckerman lawyer guys, the pot lawyers they're, that they're, I showed you—they're lunatics. You? I like them. They're really good, right? Yes. They um, are lunatics. I'm going to try no to get nonsense. them to come on the show. They're no-nonsense guys like me. Yeah, they <laughs> with pretty good social media, right? Yes, and pretty good social skills. And pretty and uh, you know, uh, Car Guy TV in London. Those guys—they want to come like on them. the show. Tell them to come on out. They want to be on. I've got to figure out what they're up to because they have some incredible cars, and I can't figure out if they own those cars or if they're stealing them. Stealing them. I think they're thieves. (laughs) I look at them, and I see thieves, miscreants. They're always putting our T-shirts in their videos when they review a car. They open up the trunk, and they go, Oh, look, it's a Spikes Car Radio. You can put your valuables in the boot. Like this Spikes Call Radio T-shirt. And we've just stolen this car. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to sell it for some bangers and mash. <laughs> anyway, that's all the show we have for you guys. Yeah. Uh, if you're in L.A., come to yeah. beautiful Los Angeles on a Sunday yeah. and see our car show. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to go to Fireball Tim's Waves and Rides or Rides and Waves. He's got 
a cool car show and some cool coloring books for the kids. And that's all we have for Spikes Car Radio. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday. And be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.